You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. And hello, good morning, or good afternoon, whatever the case may be. You are here live on Pet Life Radio's only live call-in show. Your host, Dr. Jeff Werber, here with you for the next 30 minutes. Coming to you live from Park City, Utah. Took a little break from L.A. to get some snowboarding in. Um, I don't know if you can see behind me, but it's it, it's magnificent out here. And it's snowing today, unfortunately. Been here for a week. Got to get back to reality. Back to the appointments tomorrow morning. But uh, just did not want to miss an opportunity to uh, be before you here and also to once again welcome a good friend and colleague, Dr. Heather Lenzer, coming to you live from New Jersey. Hey, Heather, how are you? Hi, Jeff. How are you? You're better great, than great. I am. You're just better yeah. than I am. We'll just say that. <laughs> and uh, Heather is a uh, also a practicing veterinarian and mm-hmm. also works with the American Animal Hospital Association, affectionately known as AHA. And uh, she is a staff veterinarian. And well, she's going to tell us what she does. But I do know that Heather, when she does work, she's often worked in emergency, and I really wanted mm-hmm. you to hear some of the, the stories that we are going to talk about when it comes to holiday hazards. Once again, I want to thank our sponsors for letting us be here before you, and those are ProSense Pet Products, veterinary quality pet products that you can find at your local mass retailer, like your Walmarts and your Targets, and also Kong Veterinary Choice. Kong Veterinary Products are fantastic. They're good for behavior. They're good for teeth. They're good for a lot of things. They really do help us out a lot in very medicine. They have great cones. They, they do a lot of things. Also, we want you to join us. We want you to call and ask questions. You have two veterinarians here today, not just one, 877-385-8882. Once again, 877-385-8882. You can also join us live. You can try this. This is something new we're trying to work on. So we are have been having some technical difficulties, but we can overcome them. And that is to go on to PetLifeRadio.com, click on Dr. Jeff tab, and you will, a box will come down at the, and under join the conversation, you will see a link and click on that link and hopefully that will bring you to us so we can actually see you. You can actually bring your pet, your dog or cat or whatever, your bird in front of a little, your computer if you have a little camera there and um, you can show us that little bumper, that mole and say, what is this doc? What do you think? So um, anyway, we want to thank you for being here. So before we get going on some of the things we really want to talk about, as it's snowing here in Park City, Utah, it's snowing a lot of places in the country. I'm sure back in New Jersey, Heather, it's pretty cold. It's not. We have the whole El Nino thing going on right now. So it's like 50 degrees and it feels like a perpetual fall. So my kids are very, very disappointed. But I don't mind the warmer. That is so weird because you know, because we've been promised this El Nino thing, and uh, you know, it's going to bring a lot of snow. And so far, we're not uh, in, in LA though. Mammoth, which is our one of our local ski resorts, I I use that term lightly because local is four and a half hours away by driving. But they have gotten great snow. I'm I've actually I'm heading there in two weeks, so uh, we will let you know then how great it is there. <laughs> so uh, before we get into some holiday hazards, I see if you're joining us here live on air behind Heather to her right, to our left is a wonderful. Christmas tree we're going to talk about. And I'm seeing all these hazards in the making. Right I know, hanging. right? So, so we want to talk about that as well. But really first, real quick, I saw a really cute study and I wanted to get Heather's opinion on it too. And it, it's this. It, it was coming from NBC News. It was on NBC Today Show that whether or not sleeping with your pets is good or bad. And they polled like all whoever answered the, uh, the query, the questionnaire, and over 50% of the people that answered did have pets, which we kind of expected. And of those 
over 50% slept with their pets. The good news is only 10% blame their sleeping problems on their pets. I'm not going to say that most of them blaming it on their little teeny kids who are crawling in bed with them or their spouses, but but it's not their pets. And um, I know I have quite a few, and they are at least four of my five dogs. It would be five out of five, but my old Labrador, 14 and a half, bless his heart, he'll sometimes jump on, on the bed oh. with his front feet, and then I, he like looks at me like, okay, Jeff, my back feet, and i got to get out of bed. i got to hoist him up. But no, it's, it's the best. There's nothing warm. Heather, you have how many pets? I do. I have two dogs and a brand new cat that we just rescued. So she hasn't figured out the bed yet. But uh, my little poodle is right, literally right by my head all night, which is why I always know when he needs a dental cleaning because, or an ear has an ear infection, or you know needs a bath because he's literally right there all the time. My border collie is—he's too humble to sleep in bed, so he sleeps so he can still herd the house in the dark, right? So he sleeps right. between my room and the kids' room and the front door. But I think the cat's going to figure it out pretty soon. And there was a time oh, that yeah. I slept with my husband, a baby, a pit bull, myself, and a poodle all in the same place. So there's like a there zillion rules I was probably breaking there, but we slept pretty nicely. And that, that study that the Mayo Clinic did that was talked about on the Today Show actually said that 40% of people, so this is the actual, not the poll, but the actual study, said that 40% of people found sleeping with pets beneficial. And a lot of it was, you know, what we know anecdotally and just as pet owners, you know, they provide us with comfort. They keep us from getting lonely. If we have a partner that travels a lot or if we sleep by ourselves, having that other warm mammal in the bed can make us just feel better. My poodle is the best uh, burglar alarm in the world, you know, so actually having him right by my head, I would know if someone was even thinking, even just walking by the mailbox, I would know about that. So I, I think there's a lot of great benefits, and actually the authors of the study recommended that if people are having sleep issues, they should be talking to their physician about whether or not there are animals in the room, because they could fall into the category of the 40% or 50%, as the Today Show poll showed, that find the beneficial. And if they don't have an animal, it might be something that physician could bring up. I mean, I would love to live in a world where, and I think it's hap it's going to happen in, you know, definitely in our practice lifetime, where physicians prescribe pets for people for various ailments. And we already know they help with depression, PTSD, asthma, different types of emotional disorders, and, and why not helping us with sleep too? So I thought that was a really, really exciting, cool study. For sure. You know, it's funny, is you know, because we talk about this all the time, and um, you know, uh, you know, as good friend, our good friend Marty Becker puts it, you know, you know, get the poodle instead of the Prozac, you know, exactly. You know, there are so many health benefits to you know having pets with us, and they've shown kids they, on average, test five points higher on their IQ tests. They do better in school, grade wise. Uh huh. So it does. It really does. You know, help help them focus, and it just it calms them. You know, obviously there's so many benefits. But as we're sitting here, and I'm staring at you and your aha how how appropriately placed, and your Christmas tree. Now, are you? Is that an aha ornament on your Christmas tree? No, it's a very strategically aha logo because this is where I live now. I love working with this organization, and I want people to know what the logo looks like so that they can walk by a veterinary hospital, see the logo in the window, and know that this is this is a place that has gone through very rigorous standards and testing like your hospital has in order to become aha accredited. So everyone, check out that logo right there. That, uh, that means that your vet is going above and beyond to make sure your pet's well taken care of. But behind Absolutely. it, I do have my tree of hazards. I left the tinsel off because we all know that tinsel, that's a huge thing. I don't even want to bring it out as even a prop. 
Especially with your with your new Especially kitty. with my brand new cat, exactly. And as you know, but our listeners may or may not know, that tinsel is so fun for cats to eat. And it looks pretty benign because it's shiny and it's light, but what it does is the cat swallows it. It can get trapped at the base of their tongue or in their stomach, and it still tries to keep going and go out through the intestines, but it doesn't succeed because it's anchored. And that ends up right. tying the intestines up in knots. And then we have a kitty. It won't be Christmas Day. It'll probably be two or three days later that starts vomiting, right. acting really, really sick. And you're looking at emergency surgery about December 28th or so <laughs> in order to save your kitty's life. So right. do what I did and leave the tinsel off the tree for sure. Now, you know, I'm looking at all of those decorative balls hanging from a mm -hmm. tree. Now, you can only imagine with three of my dogs, a Labradoodle and two Labradors that live with the ball. Oh, they yeah. see. So can you imagine walking into a room, seeing your tree and going, oh, my God, I've never seen so many tennis balls in one place in my life. And they are going exactly. to go nuts over these things. And, uh, you know, are those candy canes, if they're real candy canes, candy, you know, like, uh -huh. let's face it. Dogs are going to love this, too. So, so you know, it's, again, it looks great and it's decorative, but we have to be careful. We have to understand our pets. We have to watch them. We should not leave them unattended. If you have right. lights on that tree, one thing I recommend Instead of having lights that plug into a 120-volt household current, just plenty of fun things for a puppy or a, a kitty or a, a bunny to yep. chew on, two options. Number one is you can actually find lights that don't run on 120-volt household current, but actually use a 12-volt transformer that brings down 120 volts down to 12. Oh, that's so a anything that exposes 12 volts, and that you know, 12 volts is not going to, it's going to give them a little, a little a buzz, but it's not going to shock them right. and hurt them. Or better yet, there are many lights that you can find now that run on a battery pack. It's three or four D batteries, which is 1.5 volts each. So you're looking at six volts. So that's nothing. That's or even a transistor bad. radio battery, which is nine volts. So if you have pets around the house and you know they're chewers, be prepared. And the goal is to try to prevent the problem before it becomes a problem, like Heather said with the tinsel. If you have tinsel and you have cats, or even some dogs like to play with it too, but you got to be really, really, really careful because these are just accidents waiting to happen. Now, what kind of uh, tricks do you use, Heather, to try to keep pets away from the trees? Well, I actually, so far, nobody's super interested in it. So this is an area that, like, for whatever reason, my tree is okay right now. But I do have dogs that like to jump up on the counters and steal things. And I'm kind of an earthy, right. crunchy mom. And one of the things that I've learned about, fortunately, not with my own animals, but I've seen it in the ER, is earthy, crunchy moms or dads like us making homemade bread and that causing a huge issue. So we've got the rolls, the yeast in the, in the rolls, the yeast in the bread, it's rising on the countertop, and dogs can snag this, and it can hurt them in two ways. The first way is that as the rolls and the yeast and the dough are expanding, it does that inside the dog's stomach. So you can actually have the stomach distending and distending to the point that it can get a hole in it or perforate. So that can be definitely an emergency. The other way it can cause issues, and this is, goes all the way back to like high school chemistry, is the byproduct of fermentation, the rising process, is alcohol. So these animals can actually get alcohol poisoning on top of having a stomach that's expanding if they get into rising bread dough. So that is something to definitely be careful of. And the other thing, and I don't know if you can tell, I have little kids, and they do homemade crafts that they've hung on the tree. And some of this stuff is made of Play-Doh, homemade Play-Doh. 
and that then dries out and then of course it looks sort of kind of tacky but cute and nostalgic on the tree. Homemade Play-Doh, again, if that's left on the counter or left on the tree, is a huge hazard because it has a very high salt content. And so these animals, if they get into, like you can actually put like half a cup or a cup of salt into this Play-Doh. It's insane how salty it is. They can get salt poisoning from that. So that would be something for anyone who's doing homemade stuff like I do. It sounds great to do, but it can actually be very dangerous. There's a, a number of things that we have to watch out for. And I have some tricks also, you know, to keep pets away. Some are easy. Some are a little bit. Now, you know, one of the things we know, we talk about pets and training them. Hear me out the whole thing before you okay. say, oh, my God, that's, that's ridiculous. And it's called the upside-down mousetrap trick. Have you ever heard of that one? I okay. think I know where you're going. But I let, I, okay. let me hear it. Yeah. Okay. So here's, here's what you do. Buy some mousetraps. Not rat traps. Buy some mousetraps. And you put them. Like those um, are the ones with the springs, right? Okay. The little ones. Yeah. Uh -huh. You set them and you gently turn it upside down. Then you put a piece of paper over it. So animals aren't afraid of paper, right? So they may walk right over the paper on top of the paper to get to wherever they want to go to. Well, when they hit the paper and hit the trap, the trap's going to snap up in the air. The paper is going to go flying. It's going to make a sound and it's going to scare the bahooses out of this pet, right? Well, do this enough times. Pretty soon, you don't even need the mouse trap under there. Anywhere you don't want them to go, just put a piece of paper in front That's of it. great. That is fantastic. I don't know why I've never heard of that, but that is brilliant. It's, that's a great idea. So it works really well. The yeah. second thing, is, especially with cats, they don't like double-sided tape. Even dogs don't either. But mm -hmm. you can buy really strong, heavy-duty double-sided tape. And you can put that around the tree. And then when they have to walk up to it, and all of a sudden their feet are sticking to this tape on you know, the carpet or the linoleum mm -hmm. or wherever the tree is, again, that's going to be a, somewhat of a deterrent. The key is that in order to keep pets away, permanently, it can't be when you're there with right. the firm no or quit or the squirt gun because they're going to know they're way smarter than we are. Absolutely. They're going to know, okay, when mom's here, I'm not going near that tree. Or when she's gone, oh my God, I'm going after those balls. Another thing you can do is, we ever had your carpets cleaned? Now, we're, we're all hardwood floors at home, but back in the day, we had carpeting. When the carpet cleaner service would come, they would lay down this plastic mat with these little barbs underneath to grab hold of the carpet and okay. wanted you to walk for a few days while the carpet was drying on these mats, right? On the little carpet runners. But what you can do is buy carpet runner plastic in a hardware store, but instead of having it the way they want you to have it, turn it around. So the little barbs are ah, facing upward. Okay. And they're a little plastic. They're not going to hurt. They're not going right. to But man, they're going to be a good deterrent. And the dog is saying, I'm not walking on that thing again. <laughs> that's so, cool. Oh, that's great. <laughs> So these are all cute things. And one other thing, this is, here's where, you know, you have to know your pet. You have to be the kind of person you want to be. But there is a product out there that really sounds worse than it is. I've touched it and walked on it myself. It's called Scat Mat. And Scat Mats come in all different shapes and sizes, mm -hmm. including a round one with a hole in the center for a for round Christmas, Christmas tree. tree. Okay. <laughs> and, and basically, it's not a shock. I hate to use that word shock. It gives a little bit of a impulse buzz on the uh -huh. feet that most pets find objectionable and therefore they will stay away. All they have to do is do it once and then again with any of these, these deterrent things you just have to remember you don't even have, like with the mousetrap trick you don't even have to have it on all the time. Once they've learned it all you have to do is put it, put it around the tree and then they're going to go near it anyway. So uh, these are all some really cool ideas. Hang on a Those second though. Fantastic. Don't go away. We have to take a quick break. Once again want to thank Dr. Heather Lenzer for being with us where she's going to be back in a few minutes when we come back. Don't go away. You're on live here with us on Pet Life Radio's Ask Vets Dr. Jeff. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. 
come home. My hair looks cute. Now what? Bringing home a puppy or new dog is exciting, and he is depending on you to keep him in good health. Dogs need special care to keep them healthy as they grow throughout their entire life. Caring for their health is critical in all stages. With ProSense, it's simple and convenient to give your dog the care it needs with effective and quality products that treat, prevent, and provide essential daily vitamins and minerals. ProSense products are veterinary formulated and recommended to ensure the very best for your pet. Try ProSense today. Your dog will thank you for it. Pets love life. Love them back with ProSense. At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our grain-free stews. The only pet food with Red Barn Bully Sticks. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up at iHeartRadio Talk and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And welcome back. You're here live with Dr. Jeff Werber with our special guest, Dr. Heather Lenza from the American Animal Hospital Association. So, Heather, before the break, we started, uh, we're talking about some of the holiday hazards. And I know there's some great places that our listeners can go to learn more, uh, sponsored by the American Animal Hospital Association. Yeah, we actually have a really, really great Facebook page. We're up to about 74,000 followers right now, and we really have a lot of good articles and tips out there. So if people haven't gone ahead and liked the Facebook page, they should. Some of my favorite things that are on there right now is a great blog for beating the weight gain that our pets can get over the winter holidays. So right now I'm in Jersey, and I'm in the middle of El Nino, and I can still go out jogging with my guys. But you in Park City, Utah, the people that are there right now, so it might be a little bit harder to get out and go jogging and running and burning off extra calories that are that could be accumulating over the holiday time. So check out their blog. It's called Pets Matter. So if you go to AAHA or AHA, AAHA.org, click on the Pets Matter blog, and that's really some creative exercises there. I'm not going to give them away, but you should check them out. And then also, there's a video there that another colleague, another AHA member like Dr. Werber here, he has his own TV show, and he had us on a couple days ago to do something about really interesting things about uh, weight loss and weight gain in our pets. And a couple of things that I just wanted to point out to everybody is that it doesn't take much for our animals to gain a lot of weight over this the holiday time. The fatty food that we're eating not only can cause wreak absolute havoc in our dogs' and cats' intestinal tracts, but they can gain weight. And a dog the size of a beagle, if he or she gains about five extra pounds over the holidays, that's the same as you or I gaining 25 pounds. And the more, and it's harder and harder to lose that weight, just like it is with us. Animals that become overweight have the same kind of health problems that we do, even risks of increased cancer diabetes, and then all the sort of wear and tear things like more difficulty walking, arthritis, that kind of stuff. So do try to avoid 
allowing your dogs to eat off of your plate. And then if they absolutely have to, like if you've already created that scenario where they get snacks off the table, please pick stuff that is low fat. So one of the things I like to do is I have baby carrots and a little bowl beside me, and I'll give that to my dog at the table if he's absolutely going to drive me nuts. But that does reinforce, and we are talking earlier about how to behaviorally dissuade an animal from doing something, and even giving healthy snacks from the table can be, again, encourages them to come to the table. So there's other things out there, and you were talking about Kongs, how you use those as a, a great way to, to hide food inside to give an animal something to do, like using frozen pumpkin or low-fat lactose-free yogurt put that inside something like like a solid toy like a Kong or there's a, a bunch of other ones out there as well. Freeze that and then let your animal lick that while you're eating dinner. I'm also a huge fan of different puzzle toys where you actually can put kibble inside the toy and then the dog has to work hard to try to get the kibble out of the toy. Again, do that at your dinner time when everybody comes over to keep them busy so they're not bothering you at the table. Is the last thing I like to see as an ER doc is people showing up, you know, you know, like four or five o'clock Christmas Day, all dressed up, and their dog is eating the turkey, the stuffing, the gravy, and there's vomit and diarrhea all over their Christmas celebration. One thing I want to add about is the uh, you mentioned the Kong toy, stuffing the Kong toy, and um, putting it in the freezer. A lot of people like to do that with peanut butter, which is Ooh. okay because dogs love peanut butter. However. A lot of the low-fat, low-sugar peanut butters out there now Thank you. are uh -huh. using xylitol as their sweetener. So just be really, really, really careful. Read the ingredients. Anything with that funny word, xylitol. With an X. Anything with an X. That's bad. Right. Things with X are bad. Right. So with a few minutes left, are there any other we want to talk about? I think we should talk about maybe the, the wrappings, the gifts that people come, you know, uh, the presents that people give and the ribbons. And also, yep. you know, much of the things we talked about Halloween. It's a festive time. It's a lot of family. It's a lot of fun. A lot of people coming in the doors, the doorbell ringing maybe, you know, often earlier in the evening as people are coming over to help celebrate or to have that big meal. We have to be really careful about dogs being a little hyped up or cats even, maybe bolting, right. uh, being afraid, fearful. Dogs that typically are great with you and your kids and your family may not be so great with strange people coming in the house. They don't know. So right. again, that's something to just be aware of. And you know, I would always tell people to take the necessary precautions. If you know your pets well, then understand that they may not always behave the way we want them to when there's a lot of excitement around the house as well. And oh, one last thing. You know, it's a great time to give gifts. A really big mistake people can make is saying, you know what? I know the Millers would love to have a puppy. I'm going to get them a puppy oh. for their kids. <laughs> Right. <laughs> because Please don't do that now. Well, you know, that's one thing you do not want to do is give someone else a live pet as a gift right. without either discussing with them, shopping it with them. And even still, even if you were to do that, I'm not a big fan of doing it like smack in the middle of the festivities because mm -hmm. kids are opening their pet. There's so many other things to distract them. And I just pity this poor little puppy. I so do if too. you do it, do yeah. it before or give them an IOU and say, you know, after Christmas, after the holidays, we're going to go shopping for a new puppy. And that would be just as it's going to score the same points for you. But I think it'd be better for the pet. In my personal opinion, my favorite place to get a puppy or a dog, and I'm sure you're going to agree, is a rescue organization. And Absolutely. up here in the Northeast, we have a huge network of people that actually foster these dogs. So they've been taken out of shelters. They're living in homes. And the wonderful thing about that, 
for people that are looking to adopt is these foster parents know, are they good with cats? Are they good with other dogs? Are they good with the mailman? Are they good with chickens in some cases? So you get a dog that's already been tested in a home environment. For me, that's a slam dunk. That's how I get my dogs. So think about that when you're out if you are interested in getting in adding another animal to your family. So I think that does it. If you do want to uh, hear more, we will have you back on as a guest again. More things about AHA, American Animal Hospital Association. And also for just our listeners out there and those of us that have joined us online, um, only about 14 to 50% of the animal hospitals in North America are certified by the American Animal Hospital Association or accredited by. That doesn't necessarily mean there are more out there that couldn't. Some choose not to. I don't know why. Um, but it really is. It's if you, you've heard of the good old-fashioned, you know, companies all the time used to advertise that they were, you know, good housekeeping seal of approval. Well, with AHA, it is the AHA seal of approval, which is better than a good housekeeping seal, and it's actually better and more strict than most of state associations' recommendations and guidelines. So, something to keep in mind when you're looking for practice. If you're moving to a new city, the best thing to do is look to start at least is go online to the American Animal Hospital Association and uh, try to find an AHA accredited hospital in your new area. It doesn't vouch for the personality of the veterinarian, right. but it does vouch for the, the facilities, the protocols, uh, uh, the, the, the training, the staff training, etc. So something that uh, you want to keep in mind. Anyway, Heather, thanks for joining us again here on Pet Life Radio's Ask Dr. Have a great holiday. Enjoy the treat I see in your background. <laughs> and for those of you uh, uh, listening, we will be here next week, same time, here on Pet Life Radio. Have a great week, everybody. See you soon. Bye-bye. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.